You are listening to Moisture Festival Podcast. Welcome to the Moisture Festival podcast. I am Matt Baker. I perform a comedy and stunt show. And I'm Louie Fox. I do uh, magic tricks, comedy, and hand shadow puppets. (laughs) And we both have performed at the Moisture Festival for a number of years. So welcome to the podcast where we give you a peek behind the curtains of the performers and the people that make the Moisture Festival happen. You get a little, little bit of a look at their journey to getting on stage and a little bit about what they do in their time off stage. So welcome and be sure to check out all the episodes of the moisture festival podcast because there's a lot there is a lot and if you aren't familiar with the moisture festival it's a four-week festival celebrating variety arts so that's hula hoopers magicians people who balance on their hands acrobats pretty much anything you can think of it is the largest festival of its kind in the entire world folks in the entire world it's the largest festival and it features some of the best entertainers and comedians working today. The festival happens in the months of March and April, and not only do they have world-class variety acts, but they have a burlesque venue that runs for one week only, and get your tickets for that early, because that always sells out. Actually, 95%, we've crunched the data, Louie, 95% of the shows sell out. So if you're listening to this in the months of March and April, be sure to go to moisturefestival.org and get your tickets today. Yes, especially if your bucket list item is to see the opening show Get them now. Absolutely. On this Moist Festival podcast, we welcome into the Zoom studio the tap dancing and inspirational Joe Orak. We learn about his beginnings as a boxer, doing deliveries, and taking ballet classes in the middle of doing deliveries. We get some some great nuggets that you're going to love. Let's get to it. Yep. Today's guest is a choreographer, performer, actor, storyteller, and teacher. He is a recipient of Dance Studio Life's Generous Heart Award for his teaching and an Izzy Award for his original performance writing. His work with Gregory Hines, David Shiner, and Woody Allen. We welcome in Joe Orak. And I said it right. And apparently, Louie in the show, when he emceed the show, did not say it correctly. <laughs> I'm coming up to Seattle now. I'm looking for Louie. <laughs> Wait, what did? How, how did he mispronounce it? What, what did you? I say? don't know. It was. I probably wasn't wearing my glasses, and I'm reading off the curtain call sheet. And so I'm like, oh. Oric or something like that. And then oh, and I said, you yelled from the wings. It's Orac, you idiot. <laughs> No, I didn't say idiot. I didn't. I didn't say no, idiot. Didn't no, say no, idiot. I would. I would never. I would never. <laughs> That's. Oh my god. So all right. right. So go ahead. For people who haven't seen you at the Moisture Festival, yeah. how do you describe what you do? Um. What do I do? I'm. I'm a oh, man. Physical performer that. Um, that writes and 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 choreographs uh, his own material and. And and I write it, and then, you know, it's it's um, it's story based. But uh, I, I started as a tap dancer, so there's some tap somewhere in it, um, and it's rhythmic. And I usually, when I write it, then I give it to a music my a guy that I've been Matt Clark that I've been working with for many years, uh, a musical director, and then he puts sets music to it. So it's um, it's kind of film. Uh, it's 
cinematic in a way because mm. yeah yeah but it's not a musical by by a long trend it's it's just dramatic piece set to music yeah so now, like if i recall from the festival you kind of did a monologue while you tap danced and jump roped oh yeah i i, I did a actually yes i did i did a a, a song part of a song went into part of a, a, a shakespearean monologue finished the song finished the 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 the, the Shakespeare, and then I did a, uh, and then I, at, at the end was the stuff I wrote. So, so I kind of mixed it through and tapping throughout. So, yeah, yeah, I kind of I try to like to layer it. From what I saw, it looks like you write, you know, like sort of you have a couple one man shows. Yeah. Um, so when you come to the, something like the Moisture Festival, where you're sort of like having to condense or pick certain pieces, <laughs> is that difficult for you to sort of like you know say oh, this uh, this segment? It's coming from a 60 minute show with context. Now I'm doing it in a seven minute chunk. Yeah, yeah. And and what I did, um, Matt, was I, I actually wrote, I did that for the festival. And and what was interesting was Tim, Tim? Yeah. 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 Tim saw me in Vermont. I, I mean, uh, I normally do it. It's it's way more energized than that. But I want to do something really unique and for the festival. And he said, "Yeah, it's seven ten minutes." So I I put that piece together for the festival. So I I and I was nervous because I had never done it before. <laughs> and I know these cats are doing their stuff that works for ten yeah. fifteen or trying, but they're out there. And and this was a piece that, you know, I knew it wasn't going to be ha ha ha, but um. I, I wanted to try it and and uh, yeah so normally I I will take a chunk of twenty minutes and do somewhere else if they need it but this one I just wanted to write a, write something new nice oh, that's cool and the festival though the shows do need that texture it can't always be like ha 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 that's what I thought but Tim came up to me and said could you do a little bit more of the stuff I saw in Vermont and it was funny <laughs> so I'm sitting there eating and I'm like no. <laughs> You know why? Because I needed to try this yeah. and I knew it's going to find its own. And I think, and you guys can tell me by the, I mean, the MCs, you know, liked it, the musicians, the producers. Uh, and then Tim at the end said, you know, uh, I hope there's no hard feeling. I, and I th ultimately, and the audience dug it, I think. So yeah. I don't know. You know so. I was kind well, of very happy with the way it landed. Yeah, I, I think, you know, as a producer of the show, I think it is like a fine line you have to ride of like, listen, we want we want you to explore the space and explore your artistic, you know, we're, you're not getting paid a lot. So, you know, but at the same time, we want the shows to be good, right? So it's like that is like that weird line of like, where where is that space? Yeah, yeah. Now, you have a background in dance. You said you started as a tap dancer? Yeah, yeah. And how did you get into that? Well, I used to be a boxer. Okay. So, and and I don't know if you saw, I, I started to use a rope a little bit. Yep. Uh, and that was the one thing I, I said to Tim, okay, I, I'll concede. I'll put a little bit of the rope. But um, I got into dance because um, my trainer told me, why don't you take some ballet classes for your footwork? I say, I'm, I'm, yo soy Boricua. I'm Puerto Rican. I'm New York Rican. And um, so I, I could always move, but I took these ballet classes and secretly fell in love with it. Um, but couldn't tell anyone because, you know, you don't, a boxer doesn't do, you know, dance, ballet. So um, when I got out of the Air Force, um, I didn't know what to do. I was driving a truck and, and I would park the truck in Manhattan. 
and run up, take this ballet class, run back down, finish the, the, the deliveries. And I, six months and I, I, I quit the trucking business and thought like, uh, a, 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 being a truck driver, I thought, you know what? I, I'm going to try to be a ballet dancer. And this teacher said, you could stay on my couch until you find your own place. And I did. And then I saw Gregory Hines on television. And I said, in my ignorance, I can do that in my ignorance. But five years later, I was dancing with Greg. Not, yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you ever run into people you used to deliver to and they're like, whatever happened to that super graceful delivery guy? <laughs> no, but I do have guys in the military that looked me up and said, hey, are you the same Joe Orak? You know, so. Um, because, <laughs> that knocked know, me was, out in the third round. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's crazy. It's crazy. I was the Air Force champ. So, you know, uh, it, it, it was it was a wild. It, it's another life, man. So Tap moved into uh um i started on the streets i had a partner at the time you might might know him rod ferone you had him here earlier in, oh yeah in, yeah yeah i know who that he's is, a yeah. tap dancer yeah um and we were an act that was pretty you know pretty cool like you know people thought and you know act, uh, uh, audiences so but we split after seven and a half years and then i went solo and then i started writing and kind of directing then i got an mfa uh uh, uh um from usc in theater and so i've been doing all these kind of stuff but I'm a tap dancer and and rhythm and movements my it's kind of my thing. Yeah, I read well, that you were you played uh the speed bag as an instrument in a band. Well, I normally do my my jazz trio, but recently I did it at the Kennedy Center because I choreographed a uh a Terence Blanchard opera. I don't mm -hmm. know if you know about Terence Blanchard, great jazz, great jazz. He's the guy that's pretty much scored all of Spike Lee's films. So he's okay, a great cool. but he's a jazz uh, trumpetist, but he's also a composer. He wrote an opera about a boxer. They were looking for a guy that could do boxing and dancing. So I got to choreograph it here at the SF Jazz with the full orchestra. And the director said, you know, because he asked me, what are you going to do with the with the singers? Because uh, I had to make them look like boxers. And um, I we went to a gym and I, and, and I started hitting the bags, jumping rope. I said, I'll move and throw. And um, he said to me, would you like to do that in the opera? I said, sure. So I opened the opera with uh, with the speed bag, but then there's a point where there's a, a mugging and a, a, a pretty violent part, and I'm actually playing the speed bag with the, with the orchestra. Wow. Is, there, is that a actual thing that other people do, like play as an instrument? Not, not really. I mean, some people have hit it, and, and, they, and, and there's a chorus singing, but it's never really, no. And Terrence <laughs> said, what is he? What is it? Is he a modern dancer? Is he a, finally said, "Oh, he's a tap dance." But in the in the script in the in the uh, 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 score, there's a speed bag artist. <laughs> so it's kind of funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you are the the, the foremost uh, speed bag player in the world. I mean, well, right? you know, I know cats. They're called baggers, and some of these guys are out. But I, you know, I do it elbows backwards. You know, it's it's an instrument. Well, you create the. It, it's a uh, great rhythmical instrument yeah nice uh, oh, that that's amazing so i, I want to just go back to your boxing like yeah yeah so you were a welterweight champion in the u.s air force yes and so did, did you grow up boxing was that your first passion uh yeah yeah you know in my house my father was a fighter my uncles were my brother was a heavyweight champ in new york oh wow i was gonna be you know i wanted to be you know, hey, I wanted to be the next welterweight champ, but I got scared, man. In my early twenties, I'm like, this guy's trying to kill me. So, um, 
But it was, it was my first language, actually, really. I yeah. wanted to get my mom's attention, my dad's attention, my their love. And the only way I could do was like, hey, can you see me, dad? You know, and I talk about it on one of my shows. I actually, it's it's about my, it's a coming of age, and it's about my father and me, basically. But um, yes, and being Puerto Rican, you either play baseball, or you, you, you box, or you dance. So, um, yeah, uh, yeah, so that was my first kind of love. I think that's kind of an interesting arc of like going from sort of a violent, uh, you know, sport and passion to like the arts, which is like expressing yourself and yeah. vulnerable. But guys, you know, what's interesting, like I teach, I teach young women, older people, you know, all different ages and sexes and, um, you know, and it's an art, the way I do it, I, I do it as an art form. Mm. And so, and 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 you know, they tell me these. It's meditative, and it's really. I don't. I. They say, can you train me for a fight? And I don't because I don't want anyone getting. I don't want to train people to get hit in the head. Yeah. But I, you know, I teach them how to move, and it becomes a dance, and it becomes. And then when they're hitting the bag and they get good enough or jumping rope, I'll give them a verse in Shakespeare. So they have to recite. So it's like an old time salon and I'm trying to give them more than it, but it, but, but I, I, I look at it as an art form the way I, yeah. I, I approach it. Yeah. That's amazing. Now I see, I did a quick, uh, IMDB search for you. Hey, yo, that's me. Yeah. So were you in uh, a stuntman in the movie Copland? I, I was. All right. So what, what what did you do? I drove a um, well. Some of it was edited out, but I was in a uh, kind of a, a car car car. Uh, you know, where, where, a chase car chase. Uh -huh. I was one of the cops, and it was it, it was ridiculous. But yeah, yeah. Um, so they asked me. You know, they knew I fought. They wanted me. So yeah, they have to technically, if I'm, you're driving something, and uh, they have to put you in a certain category to get certain residuals and all that. But yeah. Ah. yeah. So I guess it's nice to have like, cause you have um, sort of multi-dimensional, you know, styles and, you know, background. And so I would imagine you get calls for sort of all sorts of random things. I, I, yes, I do, man. And, and, and in New York, you, you know, and in the arts, at least at one point you had to, you had to do everything. So, you know, by default, man, I had, a, I have three, I have, well, they're older now, but I had three daughters and I had to feed them. So I, I hustled and, and interestingly, they're all very skinny. No, no kid. Um, so we had but, four. What's that? <laughs> no, 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 tell me. I, I missed no, it. I was like, you had four kids. I had four, three, <laughs> three and <laughs> you know, yes, I like it, man. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I hustle, but yeah, I do get calls for some odd things. And I, I was in Paris, I came back on Sunday. And um, you might not know this group, but they're called uh, Mumitrol, they're the very big Russian rock and roll group. And um, the guy who started, founded, uh, he, he lives in LA, he's quite, quite um, successful. Anyway, I had done a little project with him, but he, I got a call. He's, I was in Paris. He said, oh, Joe, I got someone to film film this. And I'm like, film this? Um, I was going to do a piece with him, but we did it. We shot a, um, a um, what do you call it, music video in Paris. Oh, cool. On the rooftop, on the street. Yeah, it was, yes, but I said, sure. So, yeah. You know. So what did yeah. you do in the video? Um, I, I did, I was, you know, it's funny. 
I was the the guy in the video. Uh, today's not the day to die is the name of it, and it's about kind of this impending doom, the environmental. And um, I just I tap danced in it uh, and did movement. You know, I just kind of went along with what he was saying, and I you know it was very improvisational but yeah I, but i was a tap and they and i i had moved and i did and they said oh can you do a little bit more boxing so i threw a couple you know so it was very eclectic but very cool the uh the the composer is russian the uh the guy who wrote the music uh the uh, lyrics is russian and and the woman who was shooting it was russian and i'm at one point dancing in the stairwell and i'm like am i in saint petersburg because it was just i'm like no i'm in paris but it was such a treat to work with these russians because of what the situation is going on yeah and these russians have left but they're also their hearts it, it, it yeah anyway so it was nice to be with them like this you know well, and how did how did that come about is that did did you make these contacts when you were doing your show in saint petersburg russia or like oh. how no that- none of these people i made this contact down in esland you guys know esland the esland institute mm-hmm. it's it's a big search it's pretty pretty well known uh, of, of the uh, mind, body, spirit movement, but it started in the 60s. Dylan's mm-hmm. been there, Joan Baez, the Beatles, and all these, you know, free thinkers and forward thinkers and and and, and kind of healers. And I, I, I was doing a thing with Russia because my partner and I, we do a lot, we've, she's been there 70 times. I've been there like six or seven, but we do this uh, uh, non, uh, governmental citizen diplomacy and so um when Ilya came there's always you know, there I'm on the Russian American thing and before years ago when my partner was there it was the Soviet Union mm. but you know when they were doing it now uh so we were doing uh um uh it was uh, oddly it was an ocean it was an ocean thing and we had scientists and journalists oh, and cool. so so I met him there and we, we and then I, we did another conference and I asked him to do a piece with me. It was a um, John, Cle- it was a Monty Python uh, dance piece. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's, it's phenomenal. So three of us did it, you know, you're getting it. They're naked and they dance too. And it's just, you've got a piece of paper on, on your genitals. And, oh yeah, yeah. And they get smaller and smaller. Yeah. And, and, and people, the way you do it, and they're just crying. So we did it. We really dug each other. And he asked me if I would be, try to do this piece with him. And so what he knew I was in Paris, uh, and he, he said, you know, why don't you let's film this thing? So he wants Monty Python bridges gaps. That's uh, (laughs) yeah, man. Oh God. I mean, I mean, really, really. Yeah. Real geniuses. geniuses. Oh, absolutely. Um, now when you started tap dancing and you said you're five years, you're, uh, or three years, you're dancing with Gregory, Gregory Hines. When you, when you meet people like that, your heroes, and I get this a lot at the moisture festival, um, is like, what's that moment for you? Like when you're like, you're meeting your hero and you're on the same stage with them. For me, it's like, I don't know if I belong here. It's like, it's like a man, man, I still, okay. Um, when I met Greg was, um, it was in New York city. I was dancing in a dance studio and you know, he's out, you know, you know, I've met, I've met him before. Hi and oh, hi, but, but he's like, he opens the dance, the door. And he's said to someone, who is that? I came out 
after I was done, he said, hey, so what show are you in? I'm like, I'm not in a show. And he said, man, I'm, you know, I kind of complimented my, 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 what I was doing. Um, I, I still get the goosebumps yeah, yeah, because yeah. this was my kind of my hero. Yeah. And I mean, Gene Kelly, Fred, all these cats, the Nicholas brothers. And, but, but, but this was real time. This was, a, a, I mean, he's a few years older than me, but maybe a decade, but still I was like, God. And, yeah. and, and then he took me, we, there was a, a something, a, a, a function going on. And, and I was, he hung out with me. I was like, and I, yeah, so, so it's, it's incredible. It's beyond, um, and that's happened to me a few times with different celebrities who said, who liked my work. And, yeah. and I, 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 it's, it's a little weird. Who's better, Savion Glover or Gregory Hines? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Savion's coming here in a, in a few weeks and and I, I got to tell him when, 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 when he comes that, you, you know, you, someone asked me this. Um, you know, Gregory would say, Savy, uh, two different animals. Yeah. You know, and, and Savion is, is the Michael Jordan of feet, right? Of, yeah. of pure brilliance. Gregory was the, besides uh, Sammy Davis Jr., was the ultimate showman in my in my uh, estimation but i mean there's no one like sammy sammy was, but um greg was really we all kind of looked up to he was the north star in a sense yeah Savion is pure genius so so um for me they're like both giants very diplomatic that was, that was good <laughs> ah, yeah i get to see save in a couple of weeks and and you know, we, we kind of can't, you know, he's way younger than me, but I, I, I danced with him the first time when he was like 14. Yeah. Now, is there different types of like dance, like, you know, like Puerto Rican tap or not dance, but Puerto Rican tap or, you know, Russian tap? Is there like sort of, you know, that's a good question. Um, I think there is, um, it, it, first of all, there's a, there's a school of jazz tap. Um, which really came from the jazz music and it was, uh, you know, they were blowing with the bebop and, and I mean, it was before that, but, and that was a different kind of, uh, and, and people say, and I don't know really, but this is the lore has it that it's a, a, a black Irish kind of in America, it kind of went like this and some people, and, and I can't remember where else, but there's one other country, but it's basically Irish step and, 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 and black, uh, foot dance and that became tap dance and yeah. and then it's an american form but there's a jazz kind of a a, a hoofer you know what I, you've heard of this term hoofer yeah uh only i think in your bio yeah hoofer is like cats that really basically blow they're they're playing a, a, their instrument uh, -huh. a, 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 like a jazz performer yeah then there's tap dancing of what pe most people call broadway and it's bigger and it's less intricate yeah. but difficult in its own right and beautiful i like it all um but then you've got a, a russian feeling of and i've seen russian tappers it's an, and then you got japanese who are killing their oh, kind of style then there are, you know, then there's a Latin contingency mm. now. Uh, and there's a young woman who's killing it. Um, 
I, I, Adelaide Cassell, she'll kill me. I don't know her well. Uh, and, 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 and then there's Michelle Dorrance, who's won the MacArthur Genius Award as a tap dancer. She's got a more eclectic, modern-ish feel. So yeah, man, everyone. And then there's okay. certain people who don't like that. And I'm like, you know what, man, if you're hitting, you're hitting. Yeah. And, 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 and that's cool with me because I'm not a pure, people said he's not a pure tapper. Uh, I love tap. But I do other things. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? So oh, yeah. some people like, don't like that, but I do. <laughs> and you've done a ton. I saw you were on Star Search. You were I on was, Teatros and Zani. You were... I'm old. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> were yeah, you on yeah. the original Star Search? Uh, I, yeah, it was in, I think, I want to say 85 or 87. How did you know do? I don't know started, but I was with Ed McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't get How the giant stars, check. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was. It really was my first real foray into it. I think I did a, maybe a little thing with a company in New York, but it was, you know, we went to Puerto Rico, but it wasn't enough. And this was a thing. I uh, met a woman in a dance class, and I said, uh, "If if uh, would you like? I think we could make a good team." And she's like looking at me, um, and uh, I said, "You know, there's this, there's an audition. Would, would you want to do?" It? And she she said, "Yeah." And they called us out of the blue and six months later and we were on Star Search. Yeah. And so nice. you went on as a duo. Yeah, as a duo. Yeah. 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 How'd it go? What, what was the prize? I think they gave $25,000 or something was the prize or? No, it was a hundred. hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, but we didn't get it. We, we, we almost <laughs> made the quarterfinals and then actually who won it that year was this, I don't remember the name of a, a black brother tap dance act. Oh. Uh, I can't remember their name. Very, very good. Um, Kind of in the vein of the Nicholas Brothers. Do you guys know the Nicholas Brothers? Uh uh-uh. They were this great, great to me, the the greatest tap duo in 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 cinematic history. Um, and they would jump off, I don't know, you know, eight, ten foot and land in splits and come up. I mean, they were about this big, right? They were yeah. little guys, but and I had the the great honor of dancing with one of them in New York City. Center. I yeah, did, yeah. So yeah. I just looked up the winner of your season and it was uh Glover and Hines? <laughs> oh, really? No, that joke totally missed. Oh, you, oh, you knucklehead. You knuckle. Oh, man. Like, that I sounds... maybe they were... Oh, okay. Okay, Louis. Okay. All right. You got me. Yeah. Yeah, little guy like Glover and this uh, Hines. I don't know. Hines. Hines. Oh, that's well, you're not, you're not only are you a tap dancer, you also like do some real cool outreach work. You developed a conflict resolution workshop for ex gang members in LA. Yeah. Um, it, so is that something that was a one off or is that something you continue? I, I, I continue. I continue to do work with with uh, uh, black and brown youth in in uh, Richmond, California, which was at one time the I believe the homicide capital of the Ameri- of America. Oh, wow! So I hang. I was just here yesterday, Saturday morning, with little kids. Uh, but yeah, I still try to do it. I have my own outreach program where we um, I uh, teach I teach kids movement and, and rhythm and and boxing just to kind of keep them off uh, out of trouble. Yeah. And um, you know, my number one thing is to to perform. But I have to tell you, teaching these young people is uh, right up there. Yeah. So pretty, what, what do you, do you cool. teach them tap or you teach them just movement or? I, I, I teach a lot of these young kids theater. 
you know, storytelling. I, and I really, yeah, okay. And I, I do teach tap sometimes, but movement, other kids, like I've got a, a, a young 16 year old women's class of, of boxers and they love it. They, they love it. Um, but I'm really teaching them to try to find their voice. And I, and I do it in a way that they don't really know what, you know, like, you know, I, oh yeah, do this. And I'm really, really work on it or, or, uh, but I even like, even the junior high kids or high school, I say, okay, uh, Luis and uh, Amadi, introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Luis. They don't even, there's this, there's a whole thing. So I'm trying to teach them how to act with someone get their own name because i think in your name is power and that's your yeah. first dialogue for me you know oh. to, to and so I, i'm really trying to 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 to, to get the, have them find their voice so they're empowered and nobody can tell them you're nothing mm -hmm. yeah you dig what i mean so so yeah. for me, that's really and and i gotta tell you they dig i dig them they dig me and it's they trust me and we have we have a we really have a ball. That's pretty awesome. And that's through the Joe Orac performance project, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, yep. That's amazing. Um, yeah. yeah. And how long have you been doing that? I mean, like, how did you even like how do you even step into that? Well, you know, my partner said you, you know, you've got to do something bigger than you. Because it was all about my me. Like yeah. you know, and because you're you're trying, you're hustling, right? Yeah. And I'm like, I said, what do you mean? And she said, You've got to start doing some outreach because this is you need to affect people in in a way that others will 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 hopefully improve and so i'm like yeah you know you're right i, I never thought about it yeah because you know really where i came from it was i don't want to say dramatic it was survival you know i came from a little bit of a violent background uh and um and uh this was my way out that was my language all this kind of stuff so uh i didn't i, I was it was survival mode so now I really I I want I'm trying to give these young people stuff that I wish I had when I was yeah, young. Yeah, totally. So, yeah. Well, I think you're right though. I mean, I think performers in, in general, you know, you're so focused on getting work or getting your getting it out there or getting seen that you some you forget that like you can use your art form to sort of better people's lives by teaching them. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right before COVID, talking about this, right before COVID, I did my show at at, at uh, San Quentin prison. Yeah. At the state prison in California. And um, I was gonna start teaching uh, uh, um, storytelling workshops. And then of course it closed down. But I have to say, like the guys and these ex gangbangers in LA, like, and, and, and they ran up and they formed this line and they, they had to talk to me. And they were saying, you're, you're telling my story. I'm really not, but in a way, if you're not heard, if you don't feel you're worth something or you don't have a voice, you might stab someone, you might shoot, yeah. you might kill. And it's there oh, oh, in a workshop. And I'll tell you, so uh, that I really want to do more of. But in this workshop in LA, these are, these are ex these are some. Yeah. So I gave movement, I gave them some rhythm stuff. I put a little boxing in there. And I'm watching it, and I realize, oh, 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 wait! They, and I put a on top of that, I put a tongue twister, but a simple. They started crying, they started laughing, because I was releasing this thing that was stuck. Yeah, I didn't know this. Yeah. I don't. I, I. I'm not a therapist, but I got because I go by the temperature in the room, and I kind of feel things pretty good. 
And I said, okay, let's do this. Man. So I, I do know the power of releasing that bottle of stuff. Yeah. I try to do it with all the kids. I don't tell them what I'm doing, but I, you know, I do it this way, yeah. that way. And yeah, yeah. So I, how do you, I mean, how do you respond in that moment? You're here in a, this room with prisoners, gang members, and they're crying. I mean, like it's, I, I would imagine that's a pretty moving experience. <laughs> I was, I was stunned. I couldn't let, you know, I was stunned. And, 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 and they, and, and it was such energy and, and joy it happened, you know, I mean, it, through the tears, they were rejoicing. And I was just taking this in, in this room. I'm like, damn. And they came yeah. up to me. Yeah. I gave this woman her name back. She told me she lost two kids on the streets in LA. She goes, she was going around by Sergeant. She was on 60 minutes. She was New York times. And she came to my workshop and she told someone they related to Joe gave me my name back because she felt like herself. So anyway, it, it's wow. Well, the performing arts. I'm sorry, man. I believe in them. There's no, you don't need to apologize. No, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But I, I just believe that all. Okay. And the other thing is all these young people have a birthright to get, to get, to be able to learn, to be able to have this so they can choose what they want to do. Yeah. I, I agree. And, yeah. Uh, what, how, what, what brought you to the moisture festival and you know, how does, does it allow you to like continue on these sort of, uh, uh, performance philosophies and outreach? Yeah. Well, I, I came to the moisture festival, but I, I, I always heard of it, but I didn't think I was a right fit. So I never really even thought about it, but friends of mine had done it, loved it. And, um, Tim saw me out in, in the festival of fools in Vermont. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he said, would you be interested? I, yeah, sure, sure, you know. And then he wrote me and said, would, I said, I'm in. And and I have to say, I loved, I I, I loved it actually. Was this, this was your first year? It was my first time, yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. I, I loved it, I loved it, man. I, I, I just loved the idea to bring all this in here for these, the audiences, yeah. And I needed to perform. I, I, you know, it, it's COVID. So yeah, I, I had a good time. I, I, I had a great time. And I'm kind of a person that likes to stay by himself during performance because I, I don't like to talk. Uh -huh. Everyone was, you know, and I knew guys from Berlin that I worked with 30 <laughs> years ago. Um, and, 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 and I knew Charlie, uh, uh, Charlie uh, 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 Castor. Yeah, yeah, Charlie Castor. He worked for years in, in, in Teatro. But so I don't know how they took me, but I just sat and 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 was friendly but i i don't like to well, mingle in, in, in the green room so anyway yeah i, I tried i was like you looked like you were in the zone warming up <laughs> i didn't want to bug you <laughs> yeah 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 maybe if you had come earlier and i would have talked but, but what no don't worry just you know and i also wanted to surprise the audience like what what's he doing yeah because um, i did the body rhythm stuff at the beginning that I only put that, I said, oh, five minutes before the first show, I said, oh, that's how you're going to open. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's what I did. I'm like, and then I'm adding. So, and so I was also kind of like a little worried because how are they going to, uh, 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 and, and, you know, that's, that's the danger and you'd like jump in. So. Well, I think that's the thing is like, anytime you're performing in a venue that is unfamiliar and then you're doing new material, it's like, 
I too am like a little bit like, uh, I don't want to talk to people. It's like, I got to sort of like, you know, yeah. iron it out in my head, you know? Yeah. You got to work. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so if, stupid when I go out there. No, well, and, 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 and I, if I, I hope, uh, Louis, you weren't offended. I, I just, it was, it was my, no, no, I wasn't. Everyone's got their own process. That's oh, the talking about it for a week. So <laughs> he said, no, that's not, not I don't want to, you have to do it. <laughs> If people want to check out you, they can do it at joeorach.com. That's O-R-R-A-C-H. And then uh, if you want to donate to the Joe Orac Performance Project, it's a 501c3. Uh, check that out and supports, uh, you know, what you're doing and all the outreach and stuff, and that, which I think is pretty amazing. Guys, I apologize. Oh, no. Don't. <laughs> it was great. I, 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 and I just got in my emails. I'm like, oh, my God. Um, <laughs> Well, I, really, I think we should do a part two eventually and maybe in person because I think uh, I think we're only just sort of touching the, the tip of the iceberg here. Yeah, yeah, yeah cool. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much. Yeah, Joe, it's that nice talking to you, man. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Nice talking to both of you. Nice meeting you, Matt, uh, Louis. Hello again. And next year I'll bug you while you're warming up a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> so, so is that, uh, where is, where's the microphone? No, no, listen. Thank you and have a great fourth, man. Hey, man. Have a great best, day. Man. Take care. Okay. Ciao, ciao, ciao. I really enjoyed it. Thanks. <laughs>